1: Warning. This podcast is about the horror genre, specifically horror films. As most horror movies are filled with coarse language, violence, and or gore, the topics and language of the cast of the pod will also reflect the genre. If you have any issues with the aforementioned warnings, please press stop. But if you have no issue with adult
2: language, movie violence, or the accoutrement that accompanies horror films, please feel free to continue. You have been warned. Welcome back to the cast of the pod. Now, this is the first one we're recording for season two. I don't know what order it's going to be out, so I don't know if this is the first episode back or not. But anyways, welcome back. I'm Josh. And I'm Deb. And online with us right now, um, how do we describe her? Uh, Her name? No, but I I mean, we've known her forever and a day. She's the, she would be the, the, besides you and I, she would be the next highest ranking member of our old crew. Yeah. So, I mean, she's KB, but KB, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Well,
3: we're excited to have you here. It's been a while.
2: I know. Super
0: excited. I miss radio land.
2: Yes. And Radio. Radio. (laughs) <laughs> but, Sorry I but, missed all the pod people The, yeah,
3: <laughs> the, pod, the pod people it <laughs> wow. That sounds like a scary movie Yeah like, <laughs> like The pod
2: people, <laughs> the, pod people the, the body snatchers Yeah, They were called the pod people cool. Anyways so KB um, Was one of the first to jump on the, the what we threw out there About having some co-hosts for this season Of cast of the pod Yep and we decided to talk about Firestarter, the original one from 1984 and the brand new one from 2022. Well, so, there will
3: be spoilers.
2: Yes, spoiler alert, especially for the one from 1984. If you haven't seen that one yet, then that's your bad.
3: Yep. It is.
2: And then yeah. the one on from 2022, I mean, it's on Peacock. You can go see it for free. Yep. Also oh, true. So and
3: speaking of haven't seen it, um KB hadn't seen it.
2: Which one? I uh, sure <laughs> The original one? The original one. Eh, well, I mean she, she's not in that age group that you and I are in, Deborah. So I also was not born. That's what that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when this movie came out, Deb and I were both years old. <clears throat> so KB um we we're going to start off with the 1984 movie because you know it cuz it was it first it was first yeah 84 and 2022 20, so um do you, we have no set format or anything that we're going to talk about it anything you want to throw out there first anything that struck you as, as a new viewer that didn't see it back in the day
1: mm.
0: i had a lot more questions <laughs> than, than, uh, than answers. Um, it was actually overall entertaining, uh, especially the end. That got a little choked up at the end. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like the very, very end. Not the, <laughs> not the uh, the pit bull version. In, in my mind, because I'm a comedian, or at least I like to think so. But you know, well, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But the, the song Fireball just kind of popped into my head. During one of the scenes, the
2: the Hadokens, like, yes,
0: yeah, it was so <laughs> the, the,
2: the street fire fighter balls, that uh, fireballs out of nowhere. Just Absolutely. she hadn't she hadn't had any kind of training or anything like that. She was just mad, and then Hadoken. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. I find most horror movies hilarious. That's just me, though. Do you consider this a horror movie? Just, I mean, Deborah, do you? I mean, it was written by Stephen King, the original book.
3: Back in the day, I did.
2: But now, is it horror?
3: It's eighties horror.
2: Horror, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. But I mean,
0: uh, cause at that point, I don't think they had the, all of those subcategories for horror at the time.
2: Yeah, so, it was.
3: Yeah, I agree because we just had one type of horror. Just...
2: Back back then, the movies were horror action. Or horrible. No, no, no. Horror, <laughs> horror, horror action sci-fi adventure and love stories yeah. A- and documentaries. Yeah. That's all they had.
3: Yeah. Now yeah. we have all these other sub sub genres.
2: Yeah. So anything in particular, you said you had questions. What kind of questions did you have KB?
0: Um, What happened with the other people? Did they go on? But I know no, not everyone died.
2: No, they all did died. They-, they all died. It was just Heather Locklear and, and Patrick Swayze mixed with Sam from
3: Supernatural.
2: Perfect. Um, Did you think that that he kind of looked like like um, Sammy from Supernatural and um, Patrick Swayze? David Keith, that's his name.
0: Yes, David Keith.
2: Um, I actually got him confused with Keith David because I was very tired. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, that is not the voice of Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: yeah
2: I that was definitely not the keith david i knew that's exactly what i was thinking
0: but i would have loved to um know what kind of actual reactions that people were having like did someone feel like they were on fire i know the guy ripped his eyes out which was very graphic i wasn't expecting them to do all that
2: dude it was an 84 84- Horror film. They had to have the, the the bright red blood.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, again, I wasn't expecting them to actually get that close up with the eyeballs and stuff. So, but
2: so for those of y'all that, that hadn't seen the movie, I, I don't mean to talk over you there, KB. I'm sorry. But, but the the parents, which are Heather Locklear and David mm-hmm. Keith, they they were poor college students signing up for an LSD and psychogenic, if that's even a word. Um, drug experiment. Experiment. What do you call those things? The the trials that A medical trial. Mm-hmm. Yes, the medical trials, and they were the only two that survived because everybody else started tripping balls. And because they
0: lied to everyone, that's what happened.
2: Because why? They lied to everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They said ten people are going to get water injected to them, and the other ten people are going to get water mixed with drugs.
3: <laughs> so. Everyone got drugs. Did everybody? <laughs> did everybody get it?
2: Yeah, everybody Everyone. and every, everybody got it.
0: <laughs> One has wait, different song, it's a different movie. Anyway, hmm.
2: <laughs> did you have any problems with the movie? Anything that like bothered you or anything besides the the bloody eyeball being ripped out and shown on the floor? Man, what if they would have stepped on it like? Poof.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would have been too far. That's the line right there. <laughs> no, they should have,
0: they they should have gotten more graphic like they did in the second one. But again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, I think the little storyline, which I didn't understand, what is that guy's name? Who does the chopping? Um, the doctor. The the,
2: Not the doctor. Yeah, the doctor was Doctor Wanless The doc- assassin. The assassin. Oh, dude, we're going to get into him. John Rain- John Rainbird, played yeah, Rainbird. By, by George C. Scott, of all people.
3: He was <laughs> creepy.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into him.
3: Oh, be, be,
2: be careful the wordage you use when describing the creepiness of him because there's things... I don't want us to get shadow banned or anything like that.
0: It was a level I was so uncomfortable with. As soon as he said... I want the girl. I was like, wait
2: a minute. Done. Done. <laughs> Tap out. It was over. I was like, no. And, and jumping to the, to the 2022 one, they did his storyline so much better on why he oh. wanted to get rid of the child. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, 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 and we'll, we'll get into that in a bit, but the, what was the most Deborah? Let me ask you, what was the thing that bothered you the most? about Firestarter 1984. Him? Him. Yes. Okay, <laughs> K, K, That was John Rainbird. Um, KB, anything for you? Um, It's okay. I I'm sorry? No, I was going to say, it's okay if you had the, the same thing because, I mean, I, I think all three of us can agree that John Rainbird, portrayed by George C. Scott, was like super creepy and it... like he was a diddler. Diddler. That's cool. <laughs> That's the vibe he gave,
3: and just the awesome. way he talked, just yeah, it was just like too creepy, and I was like, then, I don't, I don't remember, because we had to go back and watch it again, and I don't, I didn't remember him being
2: in. I creepy. don't even remember him being in the movie. But I'm sorry, what were you saying, KB?
0: <laughs> no, I, I also agree. Um, him, that character was extremely creepy. Um, I also would have liked a little more backstory on the uh, the shop and how long they've been going on. And you know, are these the only two people who survived? And why do they want them all dead instead of trying to train them? Like it's like they're trying to stop what's happening, at least with that particular individual. But I think he was going to die anyway because of the gift of like destroying his brain
2: from the shop. Exactly.
0: Like I feel like the like breed more of them like what
3: are you doing isn't that what they wanted to do with her
2: well yeah that was later on after they created her but how come they weren't i mean they knew what they were going when they started the clinical trials how come they weren't prepared for it to work they were just like ah we're just gonna kill all 20 of these people and then it it worked for two of them and they're like oh shit what do we do
0: (laughs) yeah and then they just killed them, <laughs>
2: which, again, made no real sense yeah. to me. So they were like, success, Eureka, throw them away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they just stopped the trials after that. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of wish they would have had more experience, uh, experiments. And how long had it been going on before then? Or did they continue afterwards and still had failures? Why were they even keeping an eye on these particular two in the first place? There were they using them for anything.
2: There was one thing that that really stuck with me that that was not counting the the portrayal of the diddler that was John Rainburn and not ch- not counting the eyeball on the floor. I was really upset and disturbed by Antonio Fargas, also known as Huggy Bear, getting screwed over for five hundred dollars. Yeah. They did Huggy Bear wrong. I'm lost. The taxi driver. You oh, know, you know who Hutchy Bear is? <laughs> Didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you watch yeah. Starskin
3: Hutch? Oh, and he gave him a dollar.
2: Gave him a dollar, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, for five hundred dollars. Yeah.
0: He said, "Man, I got five kids to feed. Let me take this five hundred dollar <laughs>
2: bill." <laughs> <laughs> just did him wrong that way. They he, did. They did. He could have. Um, I did. Like- in, mm-hmm. in, instead of making him see a $500 bill, he could have just did like everybody else. He told, he told those two cops, the, the two shop agents later on, you're blind. And they're like, fuck,
0: I'm blind. He
3: could, <laughs> well, they, you I, can't tell him he's blind. Cause then he can't drive the taxi. No,
2: but they could have just told a huggy bear, you know, Hey, drive us over there. And he would have been like, okay, why do why do you have to get his hopes up and give him a $500 bill?
0: I'm gonna tell you why it's a conspiracy theory against the black man that consider us to be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. I'm kidding. Um but no, I, I thought that was I thought that was a pretty cool power. I really liked the power um of the um of the father. Um I didn't wish it killed him every time he used it, but it was great.
2: Yeah, he was getting pinprick hemorrhages in his brain. I wrote that down in my notes. Um, one of the yeah. things that caught me off guard, and me and Deborah at the same time, we were like, Martin Sheen! Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, Deb, what did you say about him?
3: I said, I never realized how much his kids look just like him.
2: Yes, and, it is super
3: crazy. And Emilio Estevez and, and, and Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Because
2: you're not used to seeing them all the same age. and the, he In this movie, he was the age of what we're used to seeing them.
3: Yeah. Uh, I could see both of them in, in, in him. I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing.
2: Now, now the bridge between the 2022 and the 1984 ones, um, Irv and Norma, that's the, um, the, the old guy in the truck and then his wife, Mm -hmm. right? The bridge between both of them, they're both great actors, yeah. They both made you draw some kind of emotion on that, but for the 1984 yeah. one, did you realize that was Art Carney from The Honeymooners? What? Yeah, from. Oh. from... Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> no, I did not realize that. <laughs> I was more in shock that they shot the man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I have a question about him.
2: What about him?
3: Okay, so he picked him up. And he was like, "I can take you a couple, you know, a couple miles closer." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So when he invited them over to to dinner to his house, uh-huh. did did the dad have something to do that with that, or was that just him being no, nice? No, because that,
2: that was his own genuine niceness. And they also, yeah, so yeah they also man. they also pointed out that that they always wanted to have kids, but they didn't have kids. See, that's that could lead you down another creepy road right there too. That is true.
0: The I mean, re- I was daughter and I'm
2: like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> the the
3: reason the reason I was asking is because like when they after they finish eating and then he tells his wife, Why don't you take um what's his name?
2: Charlie. Bobby. Charlie, yeah.
3: Um uh well, he said Roberta or Bobby.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: outside so he could talk to the dad, right? Yeah. He he looked like he already knew that they were lying to him. So that's why, I, yeah. so that's why I was like, did he do something to them, or, or
0: no, was that no? Just... Those old, you know, those old country feelings that people get. You know, they're they're being nice, but he's like, I want you to tell me the truth now because there's something ain't right here, and I know it. So I think depending on his answer, if he was going to continue to lie, I think he would have asked him to leave at that point. Yeah, but it- I think. The truth, he decided, okay, I'm going to help them out because it seems like they're in trouble and they seem like they're nice people.
2: I agree. He he didn't care what he had did. He was just caring about how he was reacting to him and how he was being truthful to him or not. And he just spit out the truth right then and there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she
3: came in and she was like, you told them the truth!
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I Okay, another thing that I did not like about it was how... Utterly dramatic it was to get to the point of burning. I mean, I understand the buildup because it does take an, an immense amount of power to, you know, burn anyone. But I'm thinking it was going to be way more instant instead of, you know, like a microwave because that's what it seemed like.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. They were like, it's getting warm in here. Um, I'm starting to sweat. Run, stupid. <laughs> and then they like, ah! No, no, no. And then they went from like their shoes or their sleeves being on fire to complete skeletons. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) But that's it. That's the 80s for you. That's.
2: Yeah. um, You know what else is also the 80s? The fact that they're like, all right, let's get in this Jeep. And they got into a Jeep with no roof. Holding
3: on to the seat.
2: (laughs) No roof, no doors, no No seat belt. belt. No front window. You could
3: tell she was all scared. Like, for real scared. She was, like, holding on to the seat, all, like, all tensed.
2: <laughs> and you know they filmed it with no no um, um, stunt double or anything like that. They're like, here, kid, just hold on to the seat. You'll just be hold
3: fine. on. <laughs> We're gonna go through the bumps. Just hold on to the side. Yep,
2: absolutely. And, she, uh,
3: yeah, could... go on. and then I was like, you could tell she was, like, sitting there all tensed up, all, like, I'm like, I don't want to fall.
2: I don't want to fall. I don't want to fall. <laughs> so it took forever, forever. This is the part of the movie that I didn't like. Y'all let me know what y'all think. When they get them at the shop and then they're there at the shop and they're trying to build up that, that um is becoming her friend. And then all of a sudden the custodian has access to all the, the horse stables and they're riding horses and all that. And then that part of the movie just took forever. Yep. Well, I he, mean, he, he was
3: a cleaning guy. He has keys to everything.
2: Yeah. And they just happened to let like the super secret experiment kid go <laughs> out with the, the, the custodian. No offense to any custodians anywhere. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all, y'all run the world without y'all. The world would be very dirty, but, <laughs> but they're not giving you a horse stable. And experiment privileges. I'm just saying. Not at all. I have on my notes right here um a couple of things. One that they bought her a ColecoVision instead of an Atari. <laughs> she,
0: she
2: she had a ColecoVision. And then I think she said this. I should have made better notes, but it says in quotes, I don't want to look at you. Something might happen. Do y'all remember that line? She told who that. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I wrote bad notes, but she did say it to somebody. Oh, okay. And then another one was the stupid helicopter scene. The helicopter's there and the helicopter's (laughs) like, don't move. We're coming down for you. (laughs) (laughs) It it doesn't make it a bad movie or anything like that. It's just, it's very 1984.
0: It's very 1984. Oh my God!
3: Going going back to the to the cleaning guy. We all know that he was he. It was all a lie. She didn't know it was a lie, but she's a kid also. Yeah, but but she could also sense when they were coming.
0: I was just about to say that.
3: So how couldn't she not sense that he was a bad guy?
2: That's yes. How was he convincing her? Yep. I agree,
3: because whenever they were close, she would like they're they're closer, they're coming. That's what <laughs> I didn't understand. Like I can see the whole like if she was a regular kid, not knowing, hey, he's just a cleaning guy. How does he have all access to this? I can see that, that but that she would fall for that. Yeah, yeah. but she sensed everybody except him.
2: See. Yeah. see now, here's another tie between 2022 and 1984. His name was Rainbird. Was he supposed to be a Native American? Mm. And if he was, um, is George C. Scott really somewhere down the line, in any way, shape, or form? Because I don't want to say, you know, he wasn't, and and that shows you 1980s casting. But then, yeah. then he is one sixty fourth hundredth or something along down <laughs> in the road, you know.
0: Yeah, mm, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past it because it is still the '80s.
2: You know, seeing, did, seeing my...
0: have a where the white man just did a whole black thing, and actually, he actually released this film, and he went, he like went to school on a scholarship as a black man. <laughs> are we talking?
2: Are we talking about Soul Man? I think that's what it was called. Yeah dude we need to talk about that movie but no no this is the cast of the pod we're talking about horror movies not not horrible
0: movies (laughs) but but
2: but, but the 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 actor in the 2022 version his name is michael gray eyes and he plays rainbird now what they show on him jumping to the the newer movie which we haven't really got into yet but um with him it was something of a spiritual journey and something about his belief that they didn't, they didn't necessarily make it a native American belief or anything like that, but they kind of made him look like he was an occultist and Mm -hmm. he wanted to steal her power to move on into the next world, which is what George C. Scott kind of said, but when he said it, it sounded like someone that needs to be in jail and not allowed around malls or schools.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: But when when Grey Eyes said it, it sounded like, oh, it's a spirit thing. It's it's a he wants her power. And when George C. Scott said it, it was like, uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's youthful. She's fertile and she's pretty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's
3: yes, like, when dude. he said that, I was like, what? Uh, what are we watching?
2: <laughs> Did you know there's a part two and I don't know where to find it. It's called Firestarter Rekindled. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought it was a TV show.
2: Was it a movie? Is it a TV show? Oh, a sci-fi original miniseries. Yeah, there you go. And it's co- yeah. it, the, the, the byline for it is too hot to handle.
0: No. no. Yeah. I saw a little advertisement trailer for it. And I was like absolutely not. <laughs> it
2: just already looks stupid. So when the movie ends and the dad dies, we said spoiler alert, right? Yes, we yeah. did. Yes, we too, too late, anyway, if we didn't. And then they go to live with Ed Norton. Uh, I'm sorry, that was his name on The Honeymooners. With Art Carney, who's Irv. Good. And then Louise Fletcher, you saw who that was, right? That was Nurch Ratchet from um One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the 2022 version where she was, where you find out that Charlie has telepathy and she's talking to the, the sick person in bed. Yes. Yeah.
0: mm-hmm. I did like
2: that fact. Okay, before we end on the 1984 version, Deb, do you have anything you want to throw in that we haven't talked about?
3: I was happy when they gave her the, the toys, the different things, and they had a Cabbage Patch, and I had the same Cabbage Patch
0: doll.
1: <laughs>
2: nice, nice, nice. KB, I you got like, anything?
0: Oh. Uh, George C. Scott was just white. <laughs>
2: That is not fair. Oh wait, wait,
0: wait! Happy was white from Virginia. So, so, so you, so
2: you're saying that the casting, not the creepiness, but the casting, right?
0: The casting was very 1984. Yeah.
2: okay. Okay. KB's like sure. That's what I'm saying.
0: I'm just saying it's the casting was 1984. It's not Breakfast at Tiffany's*, but it's definitely 1984.
2: Yes. Yes. Um, whatchamacallit
0: I do like the fact that I would have loved to have known how in the world this Charlie girl found where to find the farm family again
1: here in Key West we were out before it was in in this open and inclusive paradise you can be yourself make new friends and savor our live and let live vibe with LGBTQ friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: well, the she built him.
2: She she used her powers that she couldn't figure out that the creepy diddler was next to her, but she well, used her powers after, to get her across the country to find the.
3: After she used the powers for the kadokan, um, like all her powers became stronger, and so
0: that's how she found him. I suppose so, but yeah, that that last part of it of the movie got me a little choked up. I was like, oh, she wants to go live with them. See, the... they just a, a strange girl that can burn things. Whenever she feels angry yeah. about anything,
3: or, or me.
2: <laughs> let's get this pew, pre-pubescent child who's about to start that cycle of her life that has <laughs> this power that's controlled <laughs> by her emotions, and let's have her, you know, around our barn that has hay and super flammable old people stuff.
3: I, I
0: honestly thought she was gonna burn a chicken.
3: At least yeah,
1: they, she
2: doesn't they, turn into a panda. That, that's ah oh, turning red. <laughs> no, but that, that's what that's what the dad said. She's like, "Can I go look at the roosters?" He's like, "As long as you don't fry one or boil one or something <laughs> or like I cook that. one." But yeah, KB, you, you alluded to that at the beginning of the conversation. The hadoken to the golf cart out of yeah. nowhere. It was the 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 cheesy graphics where you know they got like a paper mache ball covered in gasoline.
0: And lit, <laughs> and
2: lit it on fire and then, oh, then, what then is this ball coming from i, I think that I like maybe pieces from
0: the barn but like you really to telepathically round up pieces of metal and wood and just shaped it into a ball and just start chunking it at whatever
3: they were using those dodgeballs that we used to play with in school
2: oh that smelled like yeah. bacon they smelled like bacon <laughs>
3: oh
0: bacon <laughs> I don't, th- th-
2: those red dodgeballs that had that texture on them that they would slap I you not th-
0: eating the bacon
2: <laughs> well they had a smell to them that only those smelled like. Yeah, made, it does, it like
0: it smells like to me fresh rubber like it always smells like fresh some rubber. Kind of, yeah yeah
2: but I mean th- that was coming from a time where deb and I where it was a hundred degrees we were standing outside playing four square. Bouncing that damn ball, poomp, poomp. Kids nowadays would melt.
3: Yes, you can't even go outside because it's hot. You can't be outside because it's hot. Saying the two, yeah.
2: saying the two people that have their air conditions on at at sixty eight.
3: Yeah, but we we uh we paid our dues when we were little. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. I> would,
2: <laughs> the one you paid. I you paid those. Yes, I drink water hose. <laughs> <laughs> See,
3: those are the days yeah. You can't do that now because.
2: No, no, no. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. Back to... (laughs) Now we're talking about Firestarter 2022. This movie stars Zac Efron Ah. as Andy (laughs) McGee, Ryan Kiera Armstrong as Charlie McGee, and Sidney Lemon as Vicky McGee. Now, besides the much better casting for Rainbird with Michael Gray Eyes, right? Yeah. Um, They had... Kurtwood Smith as Doctor Joseph Wanless. Now I didn't know his name was Kurtwood Smith because to me, he's all he's always the the guy that killed RoboCop and then the dad from the '70s show.
3: Oh, that's right, that's him.
2: Oh, that's mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize him. Okay, yeah, that's Red from that '70s show.
0: Okay,
3: okay, and, and
2: then John Beasley as Irv Manders.
0: Yes, I recognize his face anywhere.
2: Yes. So, so much better casting there I don't know about the Zach Afron part and I don't know how I feel about Sidney Lemon she's been in a whole bunch of stuff too um yeah I'm not gonna a lot of, lot of sci-fi but this was was this a no this was this a sci-fi no it was a peacock movie right
0: mm-hmm. uh yeah they they have it described as a horror sci-fi
2: okay so starting with ukB what did you think of of Ryan Kiera? Armstrong as Charlie McGee. How how was her casting?
0: Um, I would say she was. Well, she was a little bit older than the original character. Um, and I feel like she was. I'm not gonna lie. I was overall I was so bored watching the entire thing. So, <laughs> so I don't really have like too many notes except how, how bored I was and there were certain parts and I'm again not gonna lie, I went to go like make food for myself. I went wash clothes phone <gasps> calls. I still watched it, don't get me wrong, but there's some parts I was like I was just so damn bored throughout the entire thing. Yeah, but, um well, I ahead. think she did a great job though. Um as as a performer in the film. I think she gave her a little more depth I think she learned a lot faster. And um I think the control over her powers um and how she dished them
2: out was very cool. Cool, cool. Deborah, you
3: I liked her. She wasn't I'm a big Drew Barrymore fan back then and right now. So she wasn't as to me she wasn't as good as that one as that Charlie, but I think she did a good, a good job.
2: They changed a lot of these things, a lot of things in this movie that weren't in the first movie and they, they twisted things around. I've never read the book. So I don't know. Um, I I don't know how close to it. It was right. Mm-hmm. But th- there's some things that, that I didn't like and that were kind of weird, but I, I understand why they did it. Um, they had, um, oh, my, I forgot his name already, Zac Efron. He was using his ability. I hate when they try to show, look, he's such a good guy that he's getting his pinprick brain hemorrhages to get people to quit smoking, but that's giving him $100 to, to feed the family. <laughs> he's the only one working. <laughs> and then the mom who can read people's minds and shit She's like, I don't like my powers. You go bleed your brain because I don't... I'm too good to use my powers. Shit.
3: (laughs) I was like, I want
0: powers.
2: (laughs) Working in the family? The hell? It's not right to use our powers. Shit. Yeah.
0: I, I did not like how his... It was so creepy like, you crack your neck? That, the, the crack was so disturbing.
2: See, they tried to make it more horror in this one. Yeah, I liked that. that um, when it started off, and then the baby, um, whatchamacallit, burns the, what are those called? The mobile? they yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's holding the baby, and then... The baby lights up on fire. I was like, what? <laughs> what? This movie's going to be great. They rescued a burning baby. I like got a burning baby all over me, and that's what happened to my clothes. This movie's going to be awesome, and it wasn't. Nope, it wasn't. <laughs>
3: I, I did like that they showed more of the mom. I just didn't like Dude, what yeah. they showed of the mom. Like how you're saying that she was complaining the whole time.
2: No, it, it's just like Deborah and I just watched Morbius the other day. And that's on our Josh and Deb cast and our Bucket of Popcorn podcast. And we've got all these people that have this moral quandary oh, I have this power where I can change the world. I can't use it because it's wrong. All right, I, I can't drink the blood of bad people because it's wrong. Shut up. Give me those powers. <laughs> give me that magic. Anybody listening to this that, that you want to give me a, a super secret government job or something like that and, and pay me good enough? Shit, I'll do it right now. I'll tell you, there's no moral qualms or anything like that. <laughs> i be tilting all over the place. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You going to pay me? You going to fix my credit? You Okay, sure. <laughs> Take care of my medications? All right, I'm down.
0: <laughs> I
2: am down.
0: Absolutely.
2: But I did like the scene where where she accidentally fried the cat.
0: Yeah. And then she was and then, sad.
2: And then she was sad about it. And then he made her put the cat out of its misery, which I knew was going to come back later on. And then mm-hmm. there was a good line when he told her, this is what it costs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't have just a reaction. You have to have a decision. This is the price yeah. you have to pay. That w- That was like, oh, that's good.
0: I like that a lot.
2: And then she made it a point later on to go. This is what I'm paying for it. I'm killing your ass because I want to, not because I I had to or an accident. Because I want to.
3: <laughs> and then uh, on this one, they gave her more powers.
2: Yeah. Well, they, they gave her they gave her the exact powers from both parents.
0: Yeah, including her own, and I like that.
2: And I like that she's not getting, since since she's the child of, of two of these, um, she's not getting the nosebleeds or anything like that. I swear in the original one, I thought she was getting nosebleeds too. She was not.
3: No, she was not.
2: Mm. But you know what I, what I didn't understand? And, and she did a great job. C- Captain Hollister, Gloria Rubin, she was the lady. No. Yeah, she was in charge of the shop now that the old shop was done.
0: She was the craziest, creepiest person. I, I I was like, What's wrong with you? What is
2: what is wrong with you? I didn't see her that way. I saw her as a level headed person. I'm like, that's who needs to be in charge of the shop. Nah, I thought she was crazy now. Deborah, you well, you were doing other stuff. You weren't even watching the movie, KB. <laughs> I
3: liked her. I I I agree with you, Josh. Um the one in the original, he was just like
2: she she didn't she, she didn't seem bloodthirsty or whatever. She was just like this is my job. This is what I got to do. And mm-hmm. then at the end of the movie, she's like, "If you hurt your dad, you're gonna hurt me." And then Charlie's hurt? like, "No, if Char- you hurt
3: me, you're gonna hurt your dad."
2: Yeah, 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 something like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then they she just fried them all. But the dad did use he, his powers. Yeah, on I was her. gonna say
3: he, he used his powers because I don't think she would have
0: done it. No, she wouldn't have. And she knew that. The director knew that.
3: But she she died. No, don't do ah." it. No. And
0: they just...
2: You know what I... Go on. No, go ahead, KB.
0: Okay, so after the little girl's destroying everything, burning it all down, this woman just kind of pops up out of nowhere and is like begging for her life, right? And she's like, please, don't kill me. I can help you escape. And I was like, oh, that's cool, because she really doesn't want to die. And... Then of course that somebody with a gun is like right behind her. And I'm like, you really just gonna let this man he's just lying to this one you see what she just did to seven other people and you're still lying to her face.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I thought the same thing.
0: She... Turned I'm like, are you you you're that stupid at the end of your life, you're that stupid. That that goes
2: that goes back to the same thing we were just saying a few minutes ago about the I've got no problem with that. I've got no problem with that. I'm sure all three of us would have been like, hey, you go do your thing. My bad. I didn't know what this place was about. Didn't know they are going to be messing with kids. Exactly. Hey, there's some guy with a gun behind you. Fry him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But nope.
3: Nope, nope.
2: Because you know, all these people were just like nine to fivers getting a weekly check or a bi weekly check or something like that. They weren't the scientists. They were, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: They got hired by Zip Recruiter or some shit.
0: And that's what I didn't understand about the, the guy when she was trying to get into the facility to see her dad. Why? Why are you lying about this? You know what her capabilities are, you know this. There's a file. Yep and you your pregnant wife you want to go, oh my gosh the stupidity
2: of, <laughs> of these people I would like yeah. to see the mo- a movie of the regular people the real people that are working there like the hourly help that's there
0: <laughs>
2: you know everybody's just on the phone they're like oh shit the fire kid is here hey, hey Charlie <laughs> hey how you doing
0: exactly like the security man on the camera he was just like this is what's going on I'm watching it on the camera. This is what's happening. This is what y'all got to go to. <laughs> I want to know what his life looked like after that.
2: And so the movie, going back into the topic of the, of the podcast, uh, uh, um, the movie almost word for word says a lot of the lines from the original one and explains all the stuff, but it had like an after-school special look to it. Yes, like, did. like when they were in their house, their house looked like it was just like some sheetrock put up, and it was just the house was too clean. You could tell that they were on a set, and all the scenes they, I know they put mist or haze or smoke in in movies just to make the background look, you know, better on camera. But all mm-hmm. their houses, did you notice before she started using her powers, everything was kind of hazy, kind of smoky.
0: Yeah. I didn't quite understand either why she was dating what was in front of her to get herself to calm down. Yes. And not burn
2: everyone around her. Well, that was something her dad taught her, just to point out the obvious stuff wherever she's at, whatever catches her eye, just so she can think about that instead of frying stuff in front of her.
0: See, I'm so bored. I missed that part, whatever. Okay.
2: (laughs) Another thing I didn't like about the movie well, I don't know if I didn't like about it, but it, it stuck in my mind where she's like, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to hurt myself. Then she set herself on fire. <laughs> and, I, and I'm thinking fire doesn't hurt you. And you know, the, the, the director, um, Captain Hollister, she's going to know that too.
3: I forgot about that mm-hmm. part <laughs> where she set
2: herself on fire. I'm sorry, nine-year-old <laughs> or I'll hurt myself. <laughs> I don't know. Let let's give a rating of both of these movies. Starting with the 1984 version, out of a 10 KB, what do you give it?
0: Um, I would give it a seven. Uh it does have 80s nostalgia as far as graphics and storytelling. And of course, Drew Barrymore, and everyone loves Drew Barrymore, so I'd give it a seven.
2: Deborah, what do you give it?
0: I give
3: it an eight.
2: Okay, anything you want to add to it?
3: No, I just, I, before, that was like one of, not one of my favorite movies, but it was up there, and going back to seeing it, I had forgot a lot about the stuff, and it was a lot cheesier than when I remember it, but I really still enjoyed watching it. Um,
2: I give it an eight also, because it held up pretty well. With the, with all my memories that I had of the movie, I hadn't seen it. Since I was at my grandmother's house on my dad's side, she lived in Kirby, Texas, and ran a, a babysitter thing where there was like 42 kids. There wasn't 42 kids there. There was tons of us. But that's the last time I had seen this movie. That's how it stuck in my memory. And it, mm-hmm. it held up pretty well, with the exception of the casting of George C. Scott as Rainbird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, if
3: that was what the character was supposed to be. He did a really
2: good yeah, job. Yeah, he did a good job.
3: <laughs> but we didn't read the I didn't read the book either, so I don't know.
2: So I we give be- between the three of us, we give the movie a rating of seven point six, if you average yeah. all three of us. Now going mm-hmm. to the new one, the twenty twenty two version. What? Four. Four. That was a that was a hard four right there.
0: It's a hard four. And I I took a lot of points off because of um Zach Efron's denial of his plastic surgery for his face,
2: and we we haven't even we, we, wow wow we haven't even got into the point that I want to say that I hate the most. I literally hate about the this ending. movie. Yeah, I was I was building to that, Deborah. But oh. we'll talk about that. <laughs> that
3: was my part. I hate the most,
2: Deborah. What do you give it? I KB give it gave, a five. You give it a five. Yeah.
3: and I rarely. Uh, I like to give movie chances and I give them points for trying, but I give this one a five.
2: Wow. I give this movie a three because of the ending. If it wasn't for the ending, I would have given it like a six. So that's I... very, the what, who, what, where? That's very generous. Yes. Yes. No, I, I liked it. I liked it until the ending. What the hell? That makes no sense.
3: <laughs> what?
2: I'm doing my math wrong over here.
0: <laughs>
2: four plus three plus five equals 12. There you go. There you go. So altogether, we rate the movie a four. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about the horrible thing. It's a trend that they're doing in movies now that pisses me off so much. In the original movie, she goes back to live with Irv Manders. That's, that's the, the what we talked about where, you know, how does she find him and all that. In this movie, she gets a chance to fry, to kill, to cause pain to the person that murdered her mother. And she's like, no, I'm just going to give you a light burn that doesn't even give you any. Ble- I'm going to give you a second degree burn like you were making some ramen noodles at home and you dropped the noodles in too high, too quick and it splashed up and you got some red spots on your hand. Yep. That that's basically what she gave Rainbird. And then as she's on the beach at the end of the movie, the guy that is responsible for her father dying, responsible for uh, for murdering her mother and chasing them and, and across the country and all that. They she's- end up together. He carries Puts his hand out, and she's like, "I forgive you." And they're building up to an obvious sequel, and I'm just tired of the shit of the the villains being sad stories or how whatever. The villains just need to be villains. The bad guys need to be bad guys, bad girls, bad people. The the villains just whatever, just
0: that. Ah, trying to add some kind of humanity to to the to the villain. And sometimes people are just fucking mean. Okay. They're just bad. They just mean they just like killing. Yes. Yep. That's it. Let it be that. But they, they everybody
3: they... has an excuse for,
2: yeah, of they... course there's an excuse. We don't give a crap. Just, just do it. And that was something that, that, um, Captain Hollister pointed out to him. I know the shop used you. They created you. And then they just threw you out like garbage. And that was what established the whole thing of it being okay later on for this heartless killer to be now the 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 soul spawn whatever shit.
3: Yeah, but there would be no way that I would let him live let him live and then carry me away into the sunset. Man. After him, after killing my mom that's and that, my dad.
2: That's some bullshit. That's what that yeah. is.
3: That's I hated that I hated that part the most in the movie too.
0: So my favorite part of the movie, though, of the new one, as much as I didn't like it, was um the uh the farm man, uh, Irv.
1: Yes.
0: Um, I thought it was strange how he had to use powers on him to get them to take him to Boston, but still were not going to his house. Weird. Um, oh yeah
2: yeah, come <laughs> come come to my house with my invalid wife. And just hang out But I did like I did like the fact though That he was the one That called the police Yeah Because mm-hmm. he saw the story About About um, Zach Efron Kidnapping Charlie Even though that was A false story
0: Yeah And I did like the fact That um, Charlie actually Spoke to his wife Yes And I loved hearing The real story Of what actually happened I thought that was So cool and I just I really like that part of the movie.
2: I, I'm glad that he didn't have to say, "How did you know that?" Nobody knew what really happened that day. I'm glad I'm glad he didn't say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Our dogs are barking. Can you hear them?
0: That's because they agree that Five Starter 2022 was terrible. Yep.
2: <laughs> so we give the original one, and KB does not have the nostalgia factor in there of thinking it's a good movie because of, of growing up with it or anything like that. she just seen it. We give it an average of a 7.6 and the new one... <laughs> shut up, dog! <laughs> the new one, I'm sorry. We give it a an average of 4. So, I mean, even though it was free on Peacock, you know, it, it was still a 4.
0: Yeah. I certainly wouldn't have paid for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: All right, Deb, do you have any ending notes, anything you want to throw in about either Firestarter?
3: Mm, no, I think I said, I mean, yeah, the, the the remake, there was a lot of things that they added on to that I think could have been good. I liked, but they just went with it bad.
2: It had potential and it just. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's it. That's all I want to say about that
2: one. KB, any closing notes?
0: Uh, there hasn't been a good horror movie in, I want to say, almost 20 years. What?
3: What are you talking about?
2: Oh, you need to see another movie that, that we're going to be talking about called The Sadness on Shudder.
0: Yep. The Sadness. The Sadness. I actually try and get into Shudder, but yes. Um, it's been a really long time since I've seen a good horror movie then. We'll say that.
2: Oh, okay, okay, I can accept that. And my closing notes are, um, yeah, the OG one was better than the the new one, but hopefully they can use this trend of remakes because well, it's not even a trend; Every, everything's a remake. Even the originals are remakes about something else. But hopefully they'll start making them better. And yeah, that, that, that's all. That's all I got to say about that. I think
0: the to say that. The remake was better than the original. I'm waiting to say that.
2: I can say that about some songs, but I don't know about any movies. Yeah. But all right, so until next time, make sure you hit up our social medias, which are Cast of the Pod. Thank you for listening to Cast of the Pod today. KB, you have anything you want to throw out there?
0: Thanks for listening, everyone.
3: Pod huh,
2: people.
3: <laughs> I'm glad to be back.
2: Yes, Cast I'm glad to of- be
3: back are Season two of Cast of the Pod.
2: So, KB... KB christened them right now. Our listeners are pod people. Pod people? Yeah.
3: Huh. All,
2: our yep. listeners are called the pod people. Oh, pod
3: people. I like that.
2: All right. One more time. All the social medias, you can find us at Cast of the Pod. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. I'm Josh. And I'm Deb. And I'm KB. And this has been the Cast of the Pod talking about Firestarter 1984 and Firestarter 2022.